The team color bum bum. Do it with the arms on me, come. Do the different side, different side, shout. You know? Now we say one thing, Nancy, if you understand. Who one thing, Nancy? Are you here? Can you hear me? Yes, I am. I can hear you. Woo, woo. Well, we made it to um, the show today. I've been out for a couple of days last week. I wasn't here, so I'm glad to be back. Definitely glad to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm good. i just been running errands. Hopefully, I'll get home soon so I can work on some painting. But I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really happy to be here today, and I'm definitely happy to have you here. Like, you've been doing some amazing things. I'm always bragging about you online. It's just hard not to because, oh, I mean, you. so many wonderful things, and especially um, just putting so much emotion into your artwork. Like, I really feel that I'm proud to see it. I'm happy to share it with my friends. So, I wanted to kind of get into a little bit about the process of you kind of doing all of that. Like, what's the day like for you painting um, something that you're working on? Um, well, I mean, as far as, like, you know, being an artist, like a working artist, um, you really do more, like, your time is filled up more with, like, the business aspect than it is with painting. So... I'm always running around, I'm at meetings, I'm on phone calls, I'm answering emails, I'm working on merchandise, marketing, you know, all the business components. So I don't get as much time to paint as I would like, but when I am painting, um, you know, all my paintings are inspired by songs, like rap music is a big source of inspiration for me. Um, And so, you know, I vibe out, I lock myself in my studio, sometimes I lay on the floor, um, I love being on the floor and being barefoot and just, like, vibing out to music and, and you know, cutting my phone on, on airplane mode and just going for it. So it's, like, a very, like, special space that I exist in when I'm working on my, my painting. Right, right. So I kind of do yeah, the same huh? thing. You know, I, can, I can definitely relate yeah, you, to that. Like, you really – I mean, music is, like, everything to an artist. Well, it is for me. You know, so hearing that is like, I totally get it. I mean, you really get in the zone. You kind of feel the emotion of everything, and you kind of put your heart into creating. So, yeah, it becomes a really. Yeah, it's really amazing to see you share so many wonderful um, pictures with you actually, you know, being hands on and painting and kind of showing what goes into it. I really love seeing that gritty aspect of it to kind of see the emotion in it it really helps you not to only connect with the work but to connect with you as an artist um yeah can you tell us a little bit about you growing up and kind of you know being young and getting, realizing that's something that you wanted to do um i've always been really into art like when i was a kid i remember you know i remember being in like preschool kindergarten and laying in bed with my mom and coloring in the coloring books and like being like, man, I'm never going to color as good as you, Mom. Like, you're so good. <laughs> she jokes about that a lot. But, um, you know, it's just always been easy. And I think I'm fortunate because I had parents who encouraged it, you know. They never were like, you know, that's no career for a person or you'll never make money doing that or you need to do something else. It was always, you know, like, oh, you like art. Well, let's get you some art supplies. Or my dad is pretty artistic, so he was like, you should try fashion design. 
outside. So, yeah, they were great. So, um, because of their encouragement, I kept doing it, and I felt like they just kind of provided, like, a safe space, you know? Um, And as I grew into a teenager, you know, when you're going through your teen years, it's like, it's almost like a like a drama series. I feel like there's just always something, and your hormones are crazy, and life gets crazy, and um, you don't know how to deal with things. And I was having a hard time coping with, like, some things that were going on, and so my art was like, it was like my therapy. So, you know, I really, like, really dove into it in my teen years, and that's when I developed most of my um, technical skills that I have now. So... Um, you know, it wasn't until I got to my mid twenties that I decided to actually pursue it. Right. So it's just it's, it's always been a part of me, and my parents have always been encouraging, and they still are. So um, it makes a huge difference having, you know, that support. Yeah, how far how far it takes you because some people don't really get that. So um, like today, yeah. I was actually painting with my son, and it's something that you sh- should encourage. Like, this weekend, we went to a um, metal casting workshop, and it was just, uh-huh. like, amazing to see, you know, kind of, like, that setting. Like, kids need to see that. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's important to encourage those things, and it's amazing to see that you, you know, knew in your teens that that's kind of what you wanted to do by having somebody to kind of push you to do that. So. I think that's yeah. something important for everybody to kind of hear, like, it's okay to, you know, do those things, and it can be a career. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to um, take yeah, a second and um, let the um, my co-host in, so I'm going to add her into the call right now. She, okay. okay. Um, Paige, can you hear me? Hi, can you hear me? I'm here. <laughs> okay. I can hear you. I'm sorry about that, but um, I'm sure you could probably hear everything that we were talking about, so I'm kind of going to jump into the next question and you can kind of just jump in after that. Um, so what are some of the lessons that you've um, learned since making that decision to be a full-time artist? Like what are some pointers that you can give somebody kind of getting out there and getting started? Um, I have learned so many lessons. I think, um, I think the biggest lesson that I learned is that, um, you know, you really have to take risks if you want rewards and that your rewards, the size of your reward matches the size of your risk. So, you know, like, yeah, you might, um, I listened to this motivational speaker, Brandon Burchard, and he was like, you know, he was like, when I quit my job, people were like, what are you going to do? You know, what about your 401k? Like, what about this? What about that? But, you know, he, he quit, he struggled for a year and he ended up gaining, I think it was like $4.1 million through his own business ventures. So, you know, that risk was worth the reward. And so if you want that freedom, if you want financial freedom, if you want, you know, whatever, like whatever it is that you want in this life is going to require sacrifice and risk at a really high level. So just be prepared for that. You know, that would be, um, you know, one of my biggest pieces of advice. And another thing would be like, you know, just get ready to, to ride the wave because that's exactly what it is. It's very up and down, and it's it's completely normal. Um, it doesn't feel like it at first, you know, but because uh, you can literally go from one week, you know, you're like, what am I doing with my life? And then the next week you're like, this is amazing. Everything's coming together. So, 
it just it takes time and consistency. It's definitely like an amusement ride. <laughs> yes, it is such a roller coaster. So, um, but you know what? Like that's that's just what that's just what it is. I'm sure every successful person will tell you the same thing that it's you know in the beginning it's going to be very up and down. So, um, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. I would never. I wouldn't trade in the struggle for a full-time job. I would, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, it's just not worth it to me. So I think those would be my two biggest pieces of advice, you know, just prepare yourself for those things. Okay. That was actually really great advice. Uh, let me ask this to kind of help um, give, because there's a lot of artists and not even people who are artists, but just people who are trying to get out of corporate America and start their own businesses mm-hmm. and have successful business. Can you tell us how much of it is truly mental? Like how much of it is truly perspective? Because like you said, you got to ride the wave. There's ups and downs. But mm-hmm. um, how much of it would you say of the journey of how you perceive it and success and everything is, is truly mental? Um, to be real, I feel like all of it is mental. I feel like we have the power to control, um, you know, how we choose to perceive things, you know. Um like, for example, I've never told this story, but I actually got called by um, some producers at Motown last year, um, and they asked me to come out to the studio and meet with them and potentially, you know, sign some paperwork to get some, some artwork done for albums and whatever. And it was a really big deal, and I, I drove out to L.A., and they ended up canceling the meeting, um, and they never rescheduled it. And so I beat myself up, naturally, because I'm like, man, that could have been life-changing and it didn't happen and you know I'm frustrated and I'm sad and whatever um but you know I chose to flip that and I chose to look at it as my artwork reached these producers at Motown these producers that I'm a fan of that I've been a fan of for years they reached out to me because my artwork has spread that much so that in in itself is a success so like I chose to view it that way instead of like man, I missed this really great opportunity and I don't know what I'm going to do now. So that's just like one example, but I feel like it's like that with everything. There's a lesson to be learned in everything. So you get to decide, you know, are you going to give power to the positive or the negative? Because positive and negative exist in everything, but you decide which you give power to. So everything is mental. In my opinion, I think everything is mental. I think we we dictate the way our lives are. So, um, you know, not. I mean, and I mean, like, you know, some things happen that you can't control, but you can control your response. So I just that that's what I think in my my own experiences. That's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Like every so everything is mental. We all I think we all need to remember that. Um, just I think that applies to everything in life. So thank you for answering that. Those were that was a great answer. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. Well, one of the things that really, you know, that really inspires me about what you do is the fact that you face a lot of issues that we all face. Like we all go through things. I'm going through something. Um, every day is a battle. We're all fighting the same battle in the sense that we're all looking, you know, hopefully we're all looking to do better and we're looking to do things that we love to do. So it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like we're, you know, chained to this system of doing, you know, one uh-huh. thing, but we're doing what we love. So what are some of the influences that you grew up around? I know you said rap music, but 
Um, what are some things that sparked that fire to make you want to stand up and use your art as a way to be a voice? Um, I think a big part of it was um, I used to go to the Boys and Girls Club when I was younger, and it made such an impact on my life that I remember being like 16 and I was working at the Boys and Girls Club. I was a member there and I was working there. And I remember thinking like, man, like my mentors here, they were like dads. They were like second dads to me there. Um, They was my family. And I was like, they have given me so much. Like, I feel like I'm obligated to give this back. Like when I get older, Um, you know, if not now. So you know, that was a big, uh, a big influence. The Boys and Girls Club was a huge influence on me um, as far as, like, things that I'm doing now in the community and even, you know, themes in my artwork because I do use uh, kids in my art. <clears throat> it, I, You know, I've done, like, some series and stuff with little girls and, like, that's stuff that I'm working on right now. Um, I use them as sort of, like, a, um, a symbol of innocence. So... Um, you know, that, that was a big influence. And then, you know, more specifically, like gangster rap was like a really big influence on me because, you know, my dad, he had like, he, his cars, you know, they were like low riders on Dayton's and like, you know, living on the West coast. That's like, that's what you listen to. So it was like loudspeakers and it was Tupac and Bone Thugs and Harmony and NWA and like, you know, Dre, like, that's all we listen to, so, um, it, it, that music specifically played a big influence in my art, because my art, like, it tends to be, like, a little bit aggressive, and it has, like, that sort of, like, West Coast hood kind of feel to it at times, it's just sort of mixed with this, uh, like, intergalactic sort of feel that has, like, recently become a thing in the last couple years, I started using galaxies and stuff. So, you know, it's been like a combination of things, but, you know, music is number one. Um, Rap music specifically, gangster rap specifically, is at the very top of that list of, you know, what influenced me growing up. So rap has just always been a really important part of my life. So I would say those those things for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, that's um, pretty interesting because, I mean, music definitely has been – I mean, it's changed a lot, you know, up until now, because, I mean, growing up, I just remember, well, I was born in the 80s, just through the time, like, music was just, like, really, like, you had to fight the power, like, I mean, it was just such a mean behind everything, and, I mean, we were growing up in a different time when things were kind of new and just kind of getting on the scene, and just family dynamics were just totally different. It was just something that's, like, it sticks to you, like, you remember it, you know, something I played that music for my kids now, you know, I want them to hear it. And um, right. <laughs> so I see that you kind of like this chance the rapper, some like those type of artists, like who's inspiring you now? Like what are some artists that you really feel um, inspired by their music that are more recent? Uh, I mean, Jake Cole is at the top of the list. Like anyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed with him. I have his lyrics tattooed on my wrist. Like he's like, that's my dude. Um, but he inspires me in, like, ways that other artists don't as as far as, like, my life. Like, he, when I listen to him, like, he really makes me appreciate the life that I have and reminds me of, like, how grateful 
I should be for, like, little things, you know, for my car with a dent on the side, for, you know, having a roommate, for, you know, my mom, you know, like, texting me every other day to check on me. Like, he reminds me of, like, the little things that are really the big things that get overlooked because we live in this crazy world of, like, you know, social media and trying to get validation and and whatever. So he's definitely up there. And then, you know, like, Kendrick Lamar is my guy. He inspires me a lot artistically, especially artistically. Um, I feel like he's one of the only artists that, like, I can listen to one of his songs and it, it like, actually paints a picture in my head. So um, those two are at, like, the top of my list. And I listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle, too. He inspires me to just work harder and focus and prioritize and, you know, keep my business hot on. So those are my three, like, those are my go-to, like, no matter what. Like, one of them has what I need, no matter what I'm going through or what I need the music for. So, but I do love Chance the Rapper, though. I do love him. (laughs) He's great. Definitely um, doing some great things as far as giving back and, you know, kind of saying the same things that you're focusing on. And um, it's definitely great to see that you, I mean, it's it's great to hear you talk about programs like the Boys and the Girls Club and having those mm-hmm. outlets, too. I mean, we kind of all had those things. Like my son, he goes to the YMCA. That's something that is like a family mm-hmm. thing. So and it's great for kids to be able to have um, a place to yeah. go to and then have people to kind of come in and share what they're doing. So um, I definitely appreciate you giving back and not just kind of, you know, um, you're making a difference in your community by what you're doing. And it's very important. And that's why I wanted to have you here, but because it's important for all of us to hear this, because we all should be uh-huh. doing it and support other people who are doing it. So um, I yeah. just want to applaud you for all that you're doing there. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> And, yesterday, um, I sh- go ahead. Shared, uh, I'm sorry. Um, no, you can go ahead, actually. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to chime in on your playlist about um, that's how beautiful art is when you were talking about, you know, Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and Nipsey Hussle. And I'm an L.A. girl, so your playlist kind of sounds more like mine. So I, I feel you there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um <laughs> I just wanted to comment on that and just kind of just explain to people how we can draw inspiration from anywhere. Everything doesn't necessarily have to be like a motivational song or, you know, affirmations. Um, You know, sometimes it's about finding somebody's struggle who you can relate to and, you know, and, and, you know, elevate, you know what I'm saying? Or like Kendrick Lamar says, levitate, right? Like I listen to that song and I'm always yeah. like, he's telling me to go higher. He's telling me to – that's what I feel when I hear that song. I feel like he's telling me, yes, go higher, go higher, you can do more. So right. I think that's really important for people to understand that, you know, inspiration can be drawn from anywhere. Like don't limit yourself to, you know – and I listen to gospel, but not just only gospel music, you know what I'm saying – Draw art yeah. from wherever you can. You know, you'd be surprised to find out where you can be inspired and what will get you going on your day-to-day. Right. That's true. That's true. But, yeah, that's um, how I wrote the figures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all through the week and, you know, prior to the show, I've been sharing a lot of different things that you're working on. 
you a lot with your artwork. Um, yesterday I shared the T-shirts, and I kind of wanted to give an opportunity because, for me, it's really a cool thing. You can kind of create your own favorite artist. I actually want to talk to you soon about, you know, creating something for me. But um, where can people find things like that and get a custom T-shirt of somebody who, um, you know, a family member, uh, um, artist they look up to? Can you tell us a little bit how you go about making um, the uh, apparel? Yes. So I have a full line of, um, you know, T-shirts and accessories like jewelry, necklaces, stuff like that, um, like earrings. And you can find everything on my website. It's AntoinetteCauleyArt.com. Um, my last name is spelled C-A-U-L-E-Y. And, um, you know, I base, I usually plan my T-shirts around, you know, album releases or concerts or special events. And so, you know, it's kind of whatever I feel at that moment. But I do actually do custom clothing for people where I'll paint um, on things. And one of my favorite things to paint on is high heels, actually. So, um, you know, like when people are going to concerts, or they have a special event or whatever, and they just want to stand out, then, um, you know, I do all that custom work. And custom earrings are, like, one of my more popular things that I make because I can put almost any picture you want on a pair of earrings. So, um, you know, all of that is done directly through me. You can email me. My email is on my website, AntoinetteCauleyArt.com. Um, I respond within, like, 24 hours typically, um, you know, unless I'm out of town. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun because, you know, it gives, like, it gives you, you know, as the person coming to the artist, like, the opportunity to be creative with me um, as opposed to, like, me being creative, creating something, and then you purchasing it. You get to be a part of the process. So it's pretty dope, and it's, like, fun to make one-of-a-kind pieces that no one else is going to have and be wearing. So, so that's how you go about that. Um, you know, if anyone has – you can also send any inquiries about anything through my website. So I answer, you know, pretty much any questions anyone has through there. Great, great. I just thought that was a great thing, and a lot of people want to get into getting custom gear. Everybody kind of wants to have that one-of-a-kind piece. And um, yeah. the one I showed yesterday was actually the uh, Amy Winehouse um, T-shirt that you made. And um, I yeah. saw a couple people that were just like Amy Winehouse fans that liked the post on um, the Instagram when I shared it. So I really uh-huh. thought it was something that was unique and people probably will be, you know, really appreciate having something that they kind of, like you said, had the opportunity to create with the artist and kind of make it there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> Um, is it, are there any other things that you're working on right now that you really wanted to let everybody know about or, you know, what can we expect from you next? I kind of saw the visual project that you were putting together. And um, can you tell us a little bit about what's coming up with that? Um, the visual project, the the new paintings that I'm, like, working on, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I um, Well, right now I kind of have, like, a couple different theories in works right now I'm kind of um not in transition but I just had my annual solo art show and I always kind of go into like you know let me just kind of chill for a couple for a month or two and just paint for fun um so right now I'm just kind of painting based off of like the music I've been listening to so I've been working on like a Bruno Mars piece um but I actually have 
I've already started recruiting models for my next collection of work. Um, you know, it has to do with being black in America, which is like a running theme in my work, you know, the basically like the black experience. Um, and sort of it always plays on. So I'm working on that. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I'm starting a, um, a Legends series where I'm painting, um, you know, different uh, basketball legends. So uh, in my sort of like signature galactic style that I use, so that should be a lot of fun. So I'll be working on, you know, some new stuff for the next few months. And, um, you know, on top of that, I have my youth programs that I run. So, uh, you know, I have a new one launching, a new fine art program launching in inner city Phoenix. And then I have my music programs that I run, my hip-hop programs that I run with teens. So just expanding on those things, you know, I'm building a team to help so that we can, you know, more of us can go out into the city and hit more places and target more kids, um, you know, so that we're maximizing, like, our impact on, you know, the teenagers that are in our city that oftentimes get neglected or, you know, looked over. So I have a lot of things, a lot of things in the works. Um, I think the last thing I have going on is I'm launching, and I actually haven't told anyone this yet, so this is like some exclusive stuff right here, but I'm partnering with the Phoenix Center for the Arts, which is a really huge art organization in Phoenix, um, to bring artist workshops to the Valley that are specifically to help artists gain independence as, you know, a working fine artist. So I'm going to be able to share my story with artists from across the valley and give them the tools that I use to, you know, quit my job and focus on my art and turn that into, you know, a profitable um, thing. So I've been meeting with them. I had a couple meetings with that, the center, and they were all for it. They fully support it. And so we're launching that next month. And right now it's a two-part series, and then we're going to, you know, see how the two parts go and then go from there. So, you know, everything I do, I just, I want it to have some sort of impact, you know, like I don't, I don't like painting just to paint or, you know, volunteering just to volunteer. Like I want everything to have some sort of meaning or purpose behind it because, yeah, time's too valuable and life's too short. You know, you got to make the most of everything, every moment. So that's, you know, so that's what I have going on. It's a lot. I juggle a lot. I'm all over the place. I forget little things because, you know, I'm one woman trying to run like a three woman show, <laughs> but uh, it's worth, it's worth it. Yeah. It's totally understanding. And that's just why a big reason, you know, of course, like I said before, why I wanted to have you here is because we need to hear this and, and see and what you're doing and how much you put into making everything, you know, so great for everybody mm-hmm. else. Because, you know, we kind of just be, the finished product a lot of time and not the hard work that goes into that. So I just wanted to kind right. of uplift you today and really highlight you as a person and the individual and, you know, just all the great things that you're doing. So thank you for taking your time out today to come and talk about all of this with me because you definitely shared so much and gave so much that um, I'm always inspired by all you're doing. Every time I scroll down my timeline, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Like, Thank you so much. You know, it's good to see other people doing um, great things. So, Paige, did you have anything yeah. um, before we kind of wrap up that you wanted to um, put in? 
I, I do actually. I had a question that uh, someone wrote in and wanted to know. And what they were asking was, um, what do you want your audience to see in your work? Like, what are you hoping that they gain from, you know, viewing your artwork or having any transactions with you? Um, you know, it's funny because I've actually been really thinking about that the past couple of days because as a, as a, as a young minority woman, like, in the fine arts industry, it's an interesting experience because the fine art world is dominated by older white men. Um, mm-hmm. That's just what his, that's what history has shown. That's what it still is today. And so you sort of have to like defy these different stereotypes. And then, you know, on top of that, my artwork is fine art and it's also hip hop themed, you know, um, it's not stuff that you typically would see hanging in a gallery in Scottsdale. So I, I really had to like evaluate like, you know, what do I want people to get from my work? How am I going to convey it? And, like, how am I going to ensure that I don't compromise my voice for the sake of hanging in these galleries? Um, And, you know, ultimately what I came up with is, like, I want to show the beauty and the grittiness of, um, you know, my city, inner city, hip-hop culture. um, And... I want to touch on some of, like, the grittier parts of black culture. Um, mm-hmm. You know, right now I'm painting models that are covered in tattoos, like face tattoos that have grills that are just, like, you know, not typically the portraits you would see in the Phoenix Art Museum, but, like, my goal is for these portraits to be, like, in places in the Phoenix Art Museum, you know? So, um, and I think artists like Kahende Wiley prove that it can be done. So, you know, ultimately, I, I want people to see the beauty in what is sort of deemed as ugly. Um, there's just so there's so many negative connotations that come with being black, um, and I really want to like defy those stereotypes and like slap people in the face with those stereotypes and show them how stupid they really are. So that's ultimately my goal with with my work. And, you know, it's been sort of like an up and down thing over the past two, three years trying to figure out um, aesthetic and and what what I actually like to paint. And I've I've experimented with my last few shows and, you know, I've I've figured it out for the most part. So, you know, the next the next body of work that you'll see from me will be very reflective of of those things. So I'm excited. Like, I'm excited for, for everything. So, I hope that answered that. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Uh, that was perfect. And one last question before you go. What advice would you give? Because I, I just kind of feel like as artists, our journeys are just sometimes a little different from everyone else's because we're working, you know, through our thoughts and through our hearts and everything like that. And, you know, um, what would you say to your younger self? Like if you were, you know, able to tell yourself as a little girl who had decided she wanted to be an artist, being where you are now, what advice would you give her? That is a really good question. I would tell her that it's possible um, because, you know, I never thought it was possible. Even as a, a young adult, I didn't think it was possible. Um, it It took me, it was like a series of, big events that happened that made me realize like you can do this and it's going to be hard but you can do it so I, I wish I had known that as a teenager because I was so ambitious as a teenager you know I was like 
doing artwork for like professional basketball players and their ages and to me it was just like man this is this really cool thing I get to do and I get to make like a few hundred bucks and like meet my favorite players I was focused on meeting my favorite players and I wasn't looking at like longevity you know Um, I wasn't looking at this like something that could be a career it was just something I did to escape for a while and like cool I get to make a little money doing it and meet my heroes like all for that so that's what I would go back and tell myself like it is possible you should start now because if you start now you are going to be set by the time you're in your mid-20s so that's a big part of why that's a big part of why I run art programs with teens is because they don't think it's possible and they need to see that it's possible like they need someone who looks like them you know, um, doing, they need to see someone who looks like them, like, actually doing it, um, so that's, you know, I'm, like, I'm out in the community all the time doing stuff with these kids, so that's my goal, is, like, to prevent them from going through what I went through and not, you know, grabbing hold of it and turning it into something. Okay, that's great advice, actually, I I love that, that was a good answer, but I have nothing else to say, that was a pretty good answer. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for having me on. You're um, completely welcome. Thank you for taking your time out. I appreciate you being here. I'm looking forward to seeing more of your work and more of the great things that you're doing um, on social media. And um, I just want to thank uh, the sponsor today, 1675 Cosmetics. Um, I forgot to mention earlier that the chat room was open today, but um, it's all good. We made it through the show. Um, thanks, um, everybody, for listening just across the globe. I've been checking the stats, and people are listening all over um, and supporting the show. So just thank everybody. Thank you, Paige, for being here today. And, um, oh, cool. Antoinette, I'm, I can't wait to have you back again to talk about um, some things that you're working on later um, down the line. So I hope you have okay. a great day. And, uh, you I'll too. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Just a feeling. It's just a feeling. It's like, how do you tell somebody how it feels to be in love? How are you going to tell anybody who has not been in love how it feels to be in love? You cannot do it to save your life. You can describe things, but you can't tell them. But you know it when it happens. That's what I mean by free. I've had a couple of times on stage when I really felt free. And that's not my own. That's really something. Ow! Like all, all, like, like, I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. I mean, really, no fear. If I, if I could have that half of my life, no fear. Lots of children have no fear. That's the closest way, that's the only way I can describe it. That's not all of it. But it is something to really, really feel 